everybody. Welcome to another episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by ScottMilesFranchiseCoach.com. I am your host, Scotty Milas. All Things Considered Franchising is a podcast devoted to the franchising industry and the entrepreneur. For those who are seeking or looking to diversify a portfolio and considering franchising, All Things Considered Franchising pres uh, presents a lot of wealth and information about the processes and the different opportunities out there. ScottMilesFranchiseCoach.com. I am the president and founder of that organization as well. It's a consulting organization that helps people research and explore business ownership, helping you put together the uh, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, putting together the model, and introducing you to opportunities that potentially fit what you're looking for. So today's guest is somebody, and I, I didn't mention to this in her in our preliminary conversations, but um, Today's guest, uh, along with her, one of her counterparts that she happens to be very, very close friends with, Jamie, uh, is is the first person or first people that I had ever met outside of the organization I started working with, uh, outside of uh, in franchising. Uh, our, our our guest today is Kim Woods, um, a franchise developer with uh, Authority Brands Color World Painting. Uh, Kim has an extensive, extensive background in franchising, has been in the industry. I won't go into the number of years because <laughs> I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want people to start counting much like me. Um, but uh, Kim is a CFE, Certified Franchise Executive. Recently, uh, and I say recently, probably over within the last year, made the transition out of the uh, marketing lead generation over to the development side now, as I mentioned, with authority brands and color world painting. The other caveat here for Kim is Kim is uh, spent 10 years in the Naval Reserve. So thank you for uh, serving this country. Kim, welcome to All Things Considered Franchising. Well, thank you for having me. And I love that introduction. I appreciate it. And thanks well, for not I'm making good. me feel too old. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for, uh, for, for, for coming on board here. And, uh, you know, you have a tenure within the industry. I mean, I think, you know, if I was going to, you know, want to grab somebody and uh, sit them down and bend their ear about the industry on whether I wanted to get into it or stay away from it, you are certainly one of those people. I mean, you've seen all aspects from the marketing side, now the development side. Uh, you've seen the successes of franchising. You've seen the failures. So I guess my first question is, you know, being in it as long as you have, and seeing kind of this circle of uh, uh, within the industry. Um, for our listening audience, for people who are thinking about getting into franchising or investing in a business, becoming an entrepreneur for the first time, um, what are your thoughts? What is somebody should what what should somebody be thinking about at this point? Um, you know, what what direction do you recommend they go in? Um, you know, let's start out there. And then, of course, we'll get into uh, Color World and the brands that you're uh, representing. Okay. I think, first of all, when somebody's getting into franchising, they need to understand they're getting into a proven model. Somebody's already done it, and basically, they're replicating it. But it's still a business, and the business still needs somebody to run it, needs somebody to drive it. So they still, even though there's all these bells and whistles and tools that are going to help them be successful and replicate the model, they still have to have the desire to grow their business and still have to have the, uh, you know, the drive to show up every day and to turn it into a bigger business business than they thought it could be. Um, I think sometimes people make the mistake of just thinking, oh, I'll just buy this and this is great. And, you know, they'll do everything for me. We do a lot of things for you and a lot of franchise brands do, 
but you actually have to have the drive and you have to want to succeed and or hire the right people to help your franchise succeed. You know, that's absolutely right, because a lot of my clients, you know, some of the questions I get um, is, you know, what is the franchisee going to be franchise or going to be doing to help build my business? I mean, are they going to go out there and get me clients uh, and so on? And, you know, sometimes there's that misnomer about franchising. And the beauty about franchising, as uh, somebody you probably know, Emily Anderson said, there's a lot more to the Golden Arches and the $5 footlong. Franchising is a very <laughs> diversified yeah. industry. And I think when, you know, we look back when we first started getting into this industry and started our plant, our feet, make a career out of this, um, you know, there may have been thousand franchisors in the U.S. Now we're creeping up on 4,000. I mean, that, that's, that's, that, that's, that's incredible growth over yeah. a period of X amount of years. Yeah. Um, you're with Authority Brands. Uh, as I mentioned in our, our intro, you, you, you decided to make a transition into the service or supplier side uh, where you've built a lot of friendships, uh, provided a lot of guidance and help, even to people like myself uh, on the marketing side, building organizations. And now you're on the development side with Color World Painting. Uh, one of the great brands uh, managed by Authority Brands. Um, tell us a little bit about Color World Painting. Um, uh, who fits in well with this? Um, it, it, it's it's an exciting brand. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's in the home services category. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so I will say first of all, I love the transition. I like I love being on this side and working with the candidates directly. But Color World is commercial residential painting company that does interior and exterior painting. Uh, but we also have additional revenue streams: holiday lighting, uh, power washing. We're now getting into replacing cabinet doors instead of just painting cabinets. So it's a whole additional revenue stream, and there's a few other things that our uh, franchisees can offer. Uh, but essentially, it's an owner operator. It is a semi the absentee operator and uh they're gonna they're not even gonna do the painting so you don't have to have painting experience you don't have to have remodeling experience basically you're gonna get 1099 employees to do the painting but the as a franchisee if they're gonna be the owner operator they're gonna go around doing the estimates and then asking for the job and then coordinating the painters on the back end the goal is to have as many paint crews as possible so you can say yes to as many jobs as possible but it fits for veterans for uh former executives um, pretty much anybody who wants to, you know, that feels comfortable going into homes, working with people or managing people. You know, you brought up an interesting point, um, you know, and one of the things that Scott Milas Franchise Coach.com, the consulting side of my businesses, uh, works with people is that sales aptitude. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there are people that are just not comfortable being in what I call that boardroom presentation mode, speaking to yeah. people or at or presenting to a homeowner. Um, is that a big requirement with color world painting? I mean, there's got to be a, I would think there has to be a comfort margin to that or be able to hire somebody to do that for you. Well, I love to say to people, you know, because people do worry about the sales aspect of it, but you're going to somebody's home that invited you there because they know they need your services. They invited you there to do an estimate. So it's not like you're knocking on the door trying to sell vacuum cleaners and, you know, you're trying to do the hard sell, get them into the house so you can do this demonstration. You're going there because they already knew they needed the outside painted, the inside painted or whatever it is that they needed painted. So you're going out to do the estimate. And obviously you should try to upsell, you know, so you can have uh, a bigger ticket, but also 
most of the time they need more work done when you get there and they want you to paint the outside and you're inside their home you can see there's you know paint chipping rooms that need to be painted half painted different colors there's always something more so it's not really a hard sell it's just feeling comfortable enough with people and you know looking around and being aware of what needs to be done and suggesting it they don't have to do it you can right. just suggest it but um and then hire or hiring somebody that can do that uh, but we do have great training we have a really awesome sales trainer um and we have two sales trainers actually one who does the regular training and one who does sales training and both are great at sales um and really good at coaching our franchisees so sometimes we have a franchisee that thinks they're good at it but then if they ask us for help we can totally increase their margins we've had a few that we've done that with recently I'm sure one of the questions you get, and I'm sure it'd be one of the questions that I ask you if I was exploring uh, Color World on my own, um, I'm not that handyman type guy. Uh, you know, my wife takes care of all of that. Uh, <laughs> but one of the questions I probably could see being asked or, and it may be something to inform our audience, our listening audience here is, is that um, I wouldn't know one can of paint from another can of paint uh, other yeah. than going to the local store down the street to pick up a can what type of training is there uh that you're giving to uh, franchisees that are coming into the system about the products um when to use what to use what when um yeah. different types of paints i mean is there a lot of education continuing education on the products uh that sure. you're providing to their customers yeah, so there is a lot of education, but also there are uh, you're going to be assigned a rep at PPG and a rep, which is a painting company and our paint company and Sherwin Williams. So you're actually going to have a rep that's dedicated to you that is going to continuously be telling you about the products going on and products for your market. So they're going to work with you and guide you because what we use here in New England because you're not that far from where I am. What we use in this area is a lot different than they might need in Florida, uh, where the sun is just beating on the houses all day. So yes, there's plenty of education that happens, yearly education that happens, and then there is a team that's going to help you, that's dedicated to helping you, to making sure you're uh, getting the best, using the best product and also getting the best margin out of the product. You know, you can go anywhere to buy paint, but if you're not going to, you can go to a certain place and buy it for cheaper, which would make sense, obviously, to do it that right. way. Right. Um, one of the things that I always try to kind of point uh, out to my clients that are investigating and researching business ownership is that being involved in a business that has multiple revenue streams um, is always a bonus yeah. uh, versus the one and done type thing. Now, again, I'm not here to say that one and done is not the wrong way to go, but having multiple revenue streams, kind of that you know, Willie Loman briefcase of uh, of services, I call it. Um, and, and, and Color World is providing multiple revenue streams. And based on what you said before, it sounds like you're adding additional revenue streams or listening to your franchisees about potential other revenue streams. Can you share any little information about those additional revenue streams outside of the interior exterior painting? Yep. So uh, Tom, who started Color World, uh, you know, realized that because they're in Columbus, Ohio, similar climate to up here in New England, he realized during the winter it would get a little slower for exterior painting. Uh, so he added holiday lighting, which is really taken off. Holiday lighting, uh, you know, I'm sure you know in the neighborhood that you live in, there's just always holiday lights up. And it's a lot to do, right? It's a lot for somebody to get out there with the ladder, try to keep moving the ladder. So they do outsource that. So I add in the holiday lighting, even painters can put 
put up the holiday lighting for you. Um, or you can have college kids do it, whoever you want to put up the holiday lighting. But that was a way to get in front of people in the winter that then can become customers in the summer or in the spring. So we, we use it to try to get in front of the homeowner throughout the year. So there's separate advertising for the holiday lighting than there is for the um the, the painting, which is double duty. But that is our goal ultimately, is to get in front of the homeowner throughout the year. We're also added interior designing, uh, which we don't use everywhere, but for that special client that really wants somebody to come in, you know, and help with the interior designing, we do have that as an outlet that our franchisees can offer to a, a homeowner and stuff as well. And then we're really putting a push on commercial work and homeowners associations and things like that too. So we're trying to give our franchisees every aspect to get in front of as many customers as possible. Um, and then networking, they need to network. They should join local right. networking groups, drive around in their vehicle. I always say, maybe not date night, because that might get a little weird if you're riding around in your color world <laughs> car on date night, or if you're just dating, right? You pick somebody up in the color world car, it might be a little weird, but you know, you should use that when you're going to the kids uh, game, or if you're going to a football game, you're tailgating, or even going to the grocery store the mall just trying to do some awareness like that having somebody hand out flyers i always say you know i've uh, just turned 15 oh my gosh and uh, <laughs> getting an 18 year old and i always say if somebody offered them 20 bucks to hand out flyers it'd be psyched they yep, around absolutely. Doing that. so just things like that now we touched on this uh a, a couple of minutes ago but just to kind of flip back to it uh we talked about sales aptitude but as an organization, I know authority brands uh, and and in the different brands, and I'm, I'm, I'm I would guess that Color World has it too. That sales assistant. I mean, are we talking about call center uh, assistance or uh, scheduling? Um, I mean, the technology side here. Uh, can you share any information about that that uh, franchisees would get coming in, uh, helping them on the uh, the sales assistant side? Okay, perfect. I love that question. And so obviously a lot of individual painters have, you know, play phone tag a lot with customers trying to call them and they're usually using the cell phone and they're playing back and forth and it might take a week to get somebody on the phone. We have a 24-7 call center that books all of the appointments for the franchisee. So any anytime someone calls their phone number, their individual phone number for their location, or even goes in through the website, they're getting booked on the franchisee's calendar. So we literally set up the appointments for them to go out and do the estimates. So you just have to show up and do the estimates and then ask for the sale. But our call center goes above and beyond. So when the franchisee has ads on Angie or Thumbtack, we actually call those leads too. So we do the outbound okay. calls to them to get them scheduled on the calendar too. So we try to take the day-to-day -day trying to get people on the schedule off of the franchisee so they can be out there doing as many estimates as possible and then working on getting the sales and getting everything lined up behind the scene or even developing more relationships with painters so they have more painters to line right. up for contractors. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons that people get into business ownership or coming out of corporate um and, and want to start their own business and are considering franchising is because of that work-life balance. Um, they want to be able to turn it off and turn it on when they want to. They may not yeah. want to work on weekends. When we talk about that scheduling call center, and again, in the beginning, we're talking about getting out there and really hustling. Yeah. But when the, the business starts churning and, 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 and the revenue's coming in and the calls are coming in, I would think that a franchisee, the owner, has that ability to really kind of schedule with that call center when they're going to be available, when they're not, or bring somebody on and train them to do the estimates that they're doing to kind of create that work-life balance. Is that a fair statement? 
Yeah, so we totally believe in work-life balance. Obviously, you know, we believe that family is very important. So if somebody needs to leave, let's just say at three o'clock on Wednesdays because their, you know, their son or daughter has a sporting event and they have to bring them to the event, we're totally okay with that. You know, we would like our franchisees to be open uh, Monday through Friday, regular business hours, seven to four or eight to five or somewhere in there, but tweaking it up every now and then or having one day where you have to manipulate that, uh, we don't expect them to work on nights and weekends. Although if the franchisee wanted to, that is totally an option for them. And sometimes the semi-absentee operator might want to do one night a week so they can get their hands in there and kind of understand what's going on for their estimator, or, or maybe even add on a Saturday or you know one right. weekend a month, something, so they can get their hands in there and understand what's happening and see if there's a way for them to help their salesperson maybe even do a better job since they know what's going on. Good, good. We're talking to uh, Kim Woods, a franchise developer for Color World Painting. I'm Scotty Miles, the host of All Things Considered Franchising. Uh, Kim, you know, um, we talk about the marketing aspect of a business. Um, we talk about the hustling side, getting out there, networking. Um, but there are what we call differentiators between different models. I mean, a lot of people would say, I, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but the pushback may be, well, there are a lot of painters out there. And I get a lot of questions about this uh, presenting brands and options to people. Well, there are too many hamburger places. There are too many yeah. pizza places. I always seem to think that, and, and my belief is, is that competition is good. Yeah. And there's a reason why there are a lot of pizza, hamburger, painters, painting companies, because it pleases the masses. There is a mass uh, in your territory that are going to require and need your services. You always the, the differentiator is is that as an organization business, you have to be a little bit different than everybody else and a little bit better than everybody else. And that's where the franchisee comes in, building it with the support of authority brands and color world painting. Are there any distinct um, differentiators between you and some of the other organizations out there? Again, look, all businesses are good businesses and yeah. we're not here to put anybody's spot, but yeah. I firmly believe, and I direct my clients to this, that you need to take a look at the infrastructure of the franchise or the systems, the behind the scenes thing, because the culture, you may not agree all the time, but you got to be able to get along. It's like marriage. I mean, it's, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, so are there anything, is there anything about the culture? And I know the culture of authority brand. So, and color world painting. So anything about the culture that someone should know uh, that would make them want to pick up the phone and talk more about color world painting? Yeah. So I think that, you know, in terms of the culture, we're a family, right? We want somebody to be part of our family. We're looking for a partner. We're looking for people who are energized, want to grow their territory, uh, that are not looking to fully reinvent the wheel. If you have a great idea of additional revenue streams, we're always open to that idea and see if it's something we can roll out across the brand. But, you know, we want somebody who wants to partner with us. We're not looking to be the full dictator other than obviously following the model. But our marketing team works with our franchisees to best spend their money in their local market. Uh, so we're not like, oh, give us all your marketing dollars and we'll spend it for you. Right. You know, we work with them and we write up a 12-month plan of how best to spend their money at different times of year. It also depends where you're located, right, on how you need to spend money. Like you and I are only painting between uh, exterior, between uh, April and October, maybe. 
right what florida they can paint year round but i think the biggest thing is just making sure that they are you know we have all sorts of training available that we're going to put them through uh but we're also here to always encourage them and teach them new tips and tricks. Uh, we have all these different sales tools we can teach them, but you can't always just keep going back and say, well, let do this. We're going to show you this. We're going to show you this. Sometimes they have to say, you know what? I'm, I'm ready for a little bit more. Help. Right. Um, right. Because we don't want to seem overbearing either, you know, because it is their business. We want them to feel independent. Uh, but, you know, the marketing department, I think, is a, a differentiator. But we're also one of the only ones that does interior and exterior commercial and residential but has protected territories for both i know a protected lot of painting territories companies, okay yeah, yep. for both and a lot are just for one uh just for residential not for commercial we don't want everyone competing against each other uh but you know bringing in all these new partners that we have is really going to help our franchisees make the most of their market uh i don't know it's just a really exciting time really good things going on bringing on new things I, I think people don't think sexy painting is sexy, but I will tell you, there's plenty of people out there that need things painted. Yeah, plenty. I mean, I, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I, you know, it, certainly the service based businesses, uh, in most cases, don't fall under the word sexy. Yeah. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. but when you look at the franchising industry and whole, uh, home services, service based businesses play a large part of it. And I can tell you, there are a lot of people out there that that have done very, very well and successful and uh, become multi-brand, multi-unit operators uh, in the service-based businesses. So uh, yeah, exactly. it, it's definitely an opportunity if you can put the time, effort, and energy and be, uh, to be successful. So Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, we're running out of time here, Kim. Is there anything else you'd like to share maybe about Color World or the franchising industry in general. I mean, like I said earlier in our, uh, as we started, uh, I think you and I have seen uh, some really great positive changes for the better protecting the franchisee uh, uh, within the industry. There's a lot of things that are, you know, happening in Washington, D.C. and the political side, um, you know, through the IFA. But is there anything else you want to share or, or touch on, you know, uh, before we close out here? Well, yeah, and I think it's important sometimes when somebody's looking to buy a business, especially a franchise, sometimes they get a little worried about the wording in the FDD that seems like it's a little too heavy protecting the franchisor. Um, and a lot of that is written for the extreme cases, right? It's written for a franchisee who just closes up shop one day and goes away. And then, you know, we have a closed location or it's it's written for, you know, um, somebody who doesn't want to follow the system. Franchise disclosure documents are not meant to scare somebody looking to buy a business. In most cases, like I said, it's for the extreme. So you just realize there are a lot of laws and a lot of things written in to protect you too. And we're trying to protect all of our franchisees, not just one, exactly. or not just us. We're trying to protect the brand as a whole. And that's the biggest thing is we're protecting the brand, but we want the brand to be successful and to grow. And that takes everybody participating. You know, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you know, again, one of the things that Scott Milas FranchiseCoach.com does as a, a consulting organization is help educate people on the franchise disclosure document and the franchise yeah. agreement. And I think you hit it right, the nail right on the head that from the outside looking in, it is a very intimidating document. I mean, we yeah. could spend the next hour and a half, two hours on the FDC. <laughs> exactly, FDA. yeah. Hey, but what I always try to, and you alluded to this, is to tell clients and people that are researching or have maybe zeroed in on a brand and kind of have some pushback on the FDDFA and say to them, look, 
on the outside looking in, you're right, it is intimidating. But when you get inside the door and you are a franchisee, you're going to want to know that the franchisor has those systems and protections set up to protect yeah. you and protect your business, your investment. Um, so yes, I think, yes. you know, uh, I, I think that's, but you hit the nail on the head. Kim, uh, what is the best way for someone to get a hold of you if they're interested in learning more about Color World Painting or maybe just have some questions on franchising in general? Okay, so it would be, I guess, via my phone, which would be 603-475-5753 or uh, kwoods at authoritybrandsllc.com is the email and then colorworldfranchise.com is our website. I'd love great, to speak great. with anyone that has questions regarding Color World or just wants to chat about franchising totally open to it yep, and I appreciate we'll you having in, me yep just have that information on the bottom there just uh, reach out to kim uh mention all things considered franchising that would be great if you could do that um kim thank you so much um i, I continue uh success and health to you and your family um I, I i know this was a big change for you because you spent many many years on the marketing lead generation side uh but uh, the good thing is is that you built a really good and great reputation amongst your peers in the industry that allowed you to get into this. And there's no doubt that you will be, if you're not, you're already successful uh, working with uh, authority brands. Um, Thank you. This is Scotty Milas, uh, your host of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. To reach me, you can call me at 860-751-9126. Go to my website, scottmilasfranchisecoach.com, or email me, scott, at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. This is Scotty Milo signing off. Until next time, have a great day.